Welcome to Until It's Gone, a podcast where the conversation ends when the coffee runs out. This podcast is hosted by Cole Hammontree and Nate Morris, two dudes from Grand Rapids, Michigan, who love coffee and love Jesus. We hope and pray that this podcast will encourage you in your walk with the Lord. And thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. Now, join us over a cup of coffee as we chat until it's gone. Cheers. Cheers, baby. Episode four. Episode four. That's sweet. I just spilled coffee. No. We don't have a lot of coffee. We're just we're just two dudes. Yeah, run, get some paper towel. We're keeping this. We're keeping this. <laughs> this is the realness. Because we don't have cameras yet, for all of you listening. Nate just had a little spillage, but it's okay. He didn't spill a lot. A couple drops. Happens. We're human. Not trying to cover anything up. Except the coffee you just spilled on the couch. I'm definitely trying to cover that up. Episode four. Yeah. (laughs) Here we are. Here we are. How are you? Doing good. Doing really, really good. Quite excited for the new year. A lot of... Transition, but really good transition. I felt like, you know, the week, the awkward week in between Christmas and New Year's, I was just coming up with all sorts of ideas and things to do and things to try in 2022. And I'm very, very excited for it. You know, this is the first year that I'm just not in school at all. So I'm, I'm just very excited to see. You've been grinding. Yeah, I, I've been over the last week. Cole's just been texting me like, dude, check this out, dude. I have this plan. He's been like, hey, just, so you know, like I'm redoing my website, just, so you know, like all this stuff. And it's like the week before the new year, normally for freelancers is a pretty lazy week. And I was just like, Cole's getting after it this week. And I'm like, man, I'm working, but like, I'm just kind of doing stuff. I'm not like trying to be revolutionary yet. Yeah. And Cole was on top of it. So it was, it was kind of like, I literally stayed up like some nights were like hard for me to sleep because i was just coming up with all sorts of ideas and that's like that's pretty rare for me because i need sleep and i i have a schedule and my body like it's like clockwork but especially on like breaks and stuff you get off your balance but yeah i I, even last night i was blowing your phone up with stuff that i just sent you and i'm just so stoked i don't know what my phone notifications like i didn't see it until like 9 30 i think mm-hmm. when i texted back and i just looked and it was like you texted me at like two three five and like seven or something yeah. i was like i missed all of them i felt bad but it's like no, it's all good. no dude that's awesome i'm stoked for the new year too yeah just um we have a lot of stuff yeah that, like because my freelance stuff very much coincides with stuff that we do together with minimal and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I don't know if we've said this, but we said we work together. We work for minimal media company. It's my company and just growing it. And there's a lot of cool things that we are able to work on. And I think now that you're out of school and able to be more involved, we're hoping to double down on some of those things because a lot of it is on me right now and it's hard to do it as one single person. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, check out what we're doing over there, but that's not the main point of this. 
but it's a big part of who we are and Absolutely. freelancing is an interesting world. So that it is to have to continually come up with ideas and things and ways to market yourself, but also just kind of be on top of things is always difficult. innovating, always trying to see what the next project is because you're relying on that for resources yeah. and income. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it more. I don't, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited too. I think shifting gears as a company will be awesome. And obviously having you more since you're out of school and right. ready to do it is awesome. We're meeting later today with a business meeting. Yes. So it's going to be sweet. That'll be awesome. Amanda was like, man, I'm going to shout you on every single episode <laughs> about five times. She deserves it. Episode three, I was like, I was showing her before we edited. I was like, we mentioned you probably seven times. So yep. I was like, sorry ahead of time. We might cut a couple of those, but I was like, yeah, you're just going to get mentioned. <laughs> um, you will be on the podcast. Yeah. And, and, and be on it. She will be on the podcast. Absolutely. And she said she was interested. I told her about that, having her on. That's a good idea. I was going to say that I, I told her we were meeting today at like two until like five. And she's like, three hour meeting? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, "What? Like, why is it so long?" I was like, "I was like, babe, you realize like I just I meet people all day, every day. Like, this is not that big of a meeting. Like, right. this will go by so fast with Cole and I. And it's us, yeah. And over coffee, it's basically the podcast. It's this. That's where this came um, from. With a little bit more of a business focus, but it's. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's funny. That's nothing different than oh. what's been going on. So oh. it's kind of funny, but yeah. Yeah. she's working at twelve today. Nice. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting. This year, it's a little different for me because I've been out of school, mm-hmm. but I've gone through tons of transition too with getting married and having full control of minimal now and just all of the things that are going on, all the pots that I have, pans that I have in the fire. I don't know what you, you got a say lot. It. Yep. But because, you know, that's what a freelancer has to do. But now I'm to the point where I have to start narrowing some of those things down. And I told Amanda that I feel like my I have a lot of laces that are a little bit loose. It's time for me to just like cinch it tight. Hmm, that's good. And I like that analogy. Yeah, just because it's like I've been doing good. But now those things that I've been kind of giving myself grace for, it's time to start focusing on and having discipline for. Yes. And I think discipline is my big word for 2022. Hmm. 2021 was definitely vision. 2022 is definitely discipline. Well, we can talk more about that. Yeah, we can. I just got a new idea for another episode. So. <laughs> Let's go. Episode eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever that ends up being. Way 12. Out. We've yeah. got a lot of ideas. And part of that this year, which is really exciting, is about the podcast and yes. what we are, what we have planned for 2022. I mean, we only have right now, currently, episode three is dropping today. But we have like so many ideas for you oh guys. Oh my gosh, so topics, many ideas. So many guests. guests that we want to bring on. Oh my word, I'm so excited. Cole and I were talking before the podcast. We just want to thank you guys because we've gotten so much. I mean, I don't want to sound like so much, but like we've gotten really valuable positive feedback from you guys. And it's just been really humbling. And I think we're just excited for the fact that it was valuable to somebody and even I mean, one if, person. If it's valuable to one person, Cole and I will find a way to keep doing this. Do it all day. That is definitely something that I think we wanted to start. Um, and we kind of had some ideas for this episode and we'll kind of get to it, but we do want to talk about vocation and calling a little bit today and then step into that in the next couple episodes. But I just really felt it on my heart just from the circles that I've been in. A lot of them are talking about Thanksgiving and being thankful. And it was actually really interesting. Yesterday at Berkeley, Kyle was talking about 
the idea of thankfulness and how oftentimes in order to be thankful, it's not a looking forward, it's a looking back. And in order to do that, you have to pause and you have to reflect and look backwards. And I found it convicting for myself because just like we were talking about, I was like, man, I have so many ideas. I, I just like this year was a little bit different for me because I'm like, man, okay, now the door's wide open, green light, like full steam ahead last week of December. And I'm like, okay, I just want to go. But yesterday, we literally just celebrated a bunch of people at Berkeley. Like it wasn't even an actual like message. We just celebrated people. People came up and shared the steps that they've taken to pursue Jesus in 2021. And Kyle just brought that point up of like, okay, in order to be thankful, in order to just stop, we have to first stop, but we have to look backwards and be thankful for that stuff. So that's kind of a bigger topic. But for the podcast specifically, we just wanted to truly say thank you. It's been so encouraging getting DMs and text messages from you guys. Please continue to do that. <laughs> oh my word. It is it is just the most encouraging thing ever where, you know, we truly felt like the podcast was something that the Lord wanted us to do and that we're being obedient by doing it and not to bolster ourselves, but just to have these conversations in which we think can be beneficial to those listening and give encouragement and give truth to people who need to hear it. We've been alluding to this a couple of times too, but since we work in media, doing a podcast is something that we might do for somebody else or produce. You or, do that already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, Exactly. So I, I do a lot of podcast editing and production anyways. And um, yeah, it was something that was like, I was battling because I was like, oh man, like another one and I got to do it. And like, usually I get paid to do it. And it's like all this stuff. And then I was like, you know what? It's kind of fun to just use what God has given me for something with zero expectation. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not trying to meet a client's expectation. I'm not trying to make a bunch of money. I'm just doing this to try to be valuable and that was like so refreshing and so like freeing to be able to just be like let's just talk like we do and right now have fun with it exactly not put a pressure on myself to like the podcast is going to be like my main source of income from now right it's like switching my entire business plan of life or like even as soon as you set a precedent like that then instantly it becomes like oh i I don't want to do this yeah like it's just busy work now yeah. So regardless of where this goes, our goal is to just continue to make this be like a passion project. Yes. And we want to continue to grow, continue to reach more people and do more with the podcast. And who knows what God has for that. But we know that throughout that, it's just freeing to, again, let the Lord handle the results and yes. just worry about what we can worry about. Absolutely. So Absolutely. yeah, thank you guys again, just to echo what Cole said. We're just so grateful. I don't know who told me this, but when you are filled with the spirit of God, you are filled with gratitude is like something that I've been feeling too. And I think over the last couple of months where it's like, how could I be angry? How could I be anxious when I'm grateful? Mm-hmm. I don't think that it coincides with any of those negative emotions because when you truly understand where you are without Christ, where you are without the spirit of God, like the only thing you can have is gratitude. Mm-hmm. If you actually understand mm-hmm. because there's nothing we could have done. Yep. 
It's just, thank you, Lord. That's just all it is. I remember, I think that was one of the first conversations or a line that you said soon after we first met where you were like, if people truly understood Mm. like the weight of what Jesus did for them, they would absolutely, you know, believe and and want to follow him. And I, I remember just sitting with that for a while and just thinking on that and being like, whoa, like, that's so true. Like if people understood the weight, the gravity and accepted that, people would, you know, fall on their knees and have no other pathway um, to go, you know? I still believe that, but I've chewed on that a little bit more too. And I think, because I definitely remember saying that mm-hmm. pretty early on. And I and I would say that with a, with a caveat of, but sin. Absolutely. And obviously that's implied with everything. And like, I can say that with confidence because of course, people will still reject him knowing fully, right? Right. But I felt like more like, especially in regards to the gospel, we've been talking about ways that you can live out the gospel. If people actually saw the gospel for what it was truly and for the good that it brings, basically through, and I, and the implication there is that they are seeing an example of the gospel lived out well, mm-hmm. then who is going to want to reject it? Because they'll see all of like, it's not like, it's not like the prosperity gospel. God will just give you blessing because you are living a great way. Right. But they'll see the peace. They'll see the love. They'll feel the spirit of God. And I mean, there are exceptions for people that are actually like aggressively against the Lord Mm -hmm. and know him and know what he's done and just hate him. Yeah. And that's true too. And I think that with that being said, but I do, I do think that there's a lot of people that like they would be proclaimed as open to the gospel. Right. And they're like, I just don't think that it's true. Right. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I think absolutely. They see the benefits that the gospel brings. Not even the benefits. I guess the benefits. Let's talk selfishly. Like this is a great position to be in. Right. As a human. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, it's like I I was reading in my Bible, the Jesus Bible. It's kind of a study Bible and it has commentaries, but it's like there was a section on there about, you know, the crucifixion, the resurrection, and what God has done to make a pathway to his people. And there was a commentary. I forget who wrote it. It's in there. Um, But it was essentially saying, you know, in every other religion, the devotee has to earn their way to salvation. Christianity is the only one where it's a gift, where it's freely given and all you have to do is accept it. There are very unique things and that's a whole nother conversation. But I mean, just to note that there is no other world religion like Christianity with the basic tenets of Christianity. I know that a lot of people are like, well, if you grew up in Asia, you would have been a Buddhist or like a, or a Hindu or another religion that was just taught there. Like you were just taught to be a Christian. It's like, yeah, I was, I grew up in a Christian household. Thank the Lord. Right. But my one, my faith is my own. I believe it for myself, regardless of what my parents believe first and foremost. And I know you've had like your own experience with the Lord, which is super cool, but it's, it's different for me. It's like, it's not just my parents' faith. I had to make it my own. Right. Secondly, analyzing the differences between Christianity when I've doubted has brought me back to Christianity yes. when I'm like, cause I'm the same way. I'm, a, I'm very much, a th- I mean, if you can't tell, we think <laughs> deeply about things yeah, we and we care about ideas and we care about those, the opposition we care about thinking and analyzing and logic and even weighing the logic of Christianity against the logic of these other religions. It's just always comes back. It always 
proves true. Yep. And we can talk about that more, but I, I mean, that's just that's a good thought. Well, back to even what you were saying, you know, there's people out there who are actively against God. I remember, you know, in the story of the gospels, like the demons know who Jesus is before the people that he even talks to knows who he is. And they, they know exactly who he is and why he came and all of this stuff. And, and they I, reject him. And they reject him. And in addition to that, I'm actually, I'm filming a video uh, with Jonah. Hi, Jonah. Later today about sharing the gospel. And one of the things that him and I had a conversation about this topic um, in preparation for the video is just how hungry culture is for authentic people and authentic followers of Christ. And when you share the gospel, when you have compassion for someone and are led to share the gospel with them or to pray for them or just to open up a conversation with them, you need to be authentic. And just like we were talking about, you know, making your faith your own, accepting that and truly believing that. First, it starts from a heart posture. It starts from intimacy with the Lord. But... You have to be authentically you. You have to be genuine. And when you are, I think people kind of take a step back and it's like, wait, like, what is this? Like, I've never kind of experienced this before. You don't have a facade. There's no mask. There's no alternate angle that you're trying to come at me with or get out of this conversation. You're just being authentically you and being authentic in your story and sharing your story, you know, if that presents itself. But just that idea that, culture is hungry for consistent, authentic followers of Christ. That's just been something that's been on my heart for so long and that I'm just excited to talk about. But Man, that's super good. I think that that also is a call to integrity. Authenticity, obviously we've all failed, right? And that's like the assumption up front, being open with your failures, but also having integrity with your convictions and sticking true to your convictions because there's a balance between somebody who's like, just giving lip service to the ideas that they talk about Mm -hmm. and not living them at all versus somebody who is filled with grace in their life. And that's a really interesting tension because at some point grace doesn't run out, but at some point you're abusing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's a, there's grace for you always. It's, you're never too far gone, but you should be seen by your fruit and people should know, I guess just in a, for an example of this, if you were to wrong somebody, I, there was one specific part of episode one or two where I talked about like the Christian who took advantage of somebody at work. Mm-hmm. That will happen, right? We're all sinful, right? The difference should be repentance. It's mm. good, right? Because that that's authentic, but that also shows, hey, this isn't what I believe. I'm sorry that I did that. How can I make it right? And then like the Bible talks about ways that you go above and beyond to make things right. Right and to take care of them however the lord leads you in that way but the difference is repentance that's the only difference the difference between me and an unbeliever is repentance right and so if you're not enacting repentance towards them or other people in your life mm. but you're like apparently repentant towards god then you probably aren't going to be a very attractive person to be around because right. there's a bit of a like tension between what you say you believe and the way that you live your life and that's like authenticity and i think that satan the devil tries to make us afraid of our failures yes. so that we don't show our repentance Yes, because you have to acknowledge your failure first to be repentant and to be authentic. Yes. So 
It's super good. It took me a while to get there, but that was I had to chew on how to phrase that. It's really good. And I think that comes from just vulnerable and transparent. I feel like the one of the first things that and I I normally don't run after like a oh what's my word for the new year or anything like that. I just have never done that. But yeah, it's a bit like cheesy in some ways, but that's that's where my mindset has been at. If you do that, I'm not hating on you. I You're just a cheese ball. I, I just <laughs> I just, I just don't do it. I've never done it. And uh, Cole hates you. Uh, yeah, but stop listening. Turn this off right now. <laughs> In my quiet time with the Lord, I, I just had Him put some things on my heart, and I think that um, a spirit of repentance again starts with intimacy with the Father, and it starts with tenderheartedness, and that is one of the things that I feel that the Lord has really put on my heart for 2022. There's a few different things and maybe that's the next episode if we want to talk about that. But being tenderhearted has been something that actually Logan Johns has really just opened my eyes up to. And I I see it in him so clearly, but, and I see it, you know, in the body of the church, um, especially, but, just that idea of being so tenderhearted and in addition being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and what he, you know, the Holy Spirit can convict you to have that repentance and being tenderhearted in relationship with God. You know, he puts the things on your heart that, oh man, like I shouldn't have said this or I was condescending here. Or I was, um, you know, I was angry here for no reason or very quick with my tongue in this scenario. And it's like, man, that spirit of being tenderhearted um, and learning that grace, learning God's grace for you and accepting that allows you to, I think, extend that grace to other people and be tenderhearted in your day-to-day life. Cause that's what we need. And again, that's what you're saying that like, that's how we're set apart. Like as believers is that, that tender heart and that compassion that we have for other people, that grace that we have for other people. It comes from you accepting that from the Lord and living in that and residing in that and drawing on that for your strength and drawing on that for your day-to-day. Right, and and if you're not in that relationship with the Lord, how are you going to experience that and mirror that in your other relationships? Mm -hmm. We were supposed to talk about vocation. I'm kind of convicted to talk about this a little bit more because I think that that's seemingly what's on our heart. But I think as our challenge to you guys, if you have relationships that are broken right now in 2022, maybe it's time to repent. Maybe it's time to reach out. Maybe it's time to apologize, to realize ways that you've gone wrong and get that off your chest before the new year begins. And like you said, we're not necessarily like new year's resolutions type of people but we do preach intention and i think that living intentionally all the time is a good thing and if you don't have intention then you're not going to get to where you need to be if you do it's by chance Mm -hmm. so i really feel like i guess the lord wants me to just tell you guys like be repentant and if there are relationships that you need to go mend do that Mm-hmm. You know, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't hold bitterness towards people. Right. 
be repentant. And this doesn't mean you have to agree with everybody. I think that people think that to be friends with people, you have to agree on everything. That's one of the biggest lies of our generation. I can be Keep great going. friends with people and have totally different views on so many things as long as I'm respectful. Yep. So honorable. Yeah, and honorable. And and I think that people get so caught up in the weeds on some of the stuff that they that they can't find any common ground. They can't repent. They can't even like look at somebody, love them, and disagree with them. Mm-hmm. Like they have to like disagree and then hate them. And then because write I them disagree. Off. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, you're just stupid. Or right. you just believe X, Y, or Z about the vaccine. Or you believe X, Y, or Z about COVID mm-hmm. or about religion or about anything. The way that you think the tax code should be structured. <laughs> like right. Right. we are so politically divided. We are so divided. That's of Satan. You as a Christian need to be somebody who's a warrior of peace, somebody who's a unifier, somebody who is selfless. And that just starts with repentance. And even if it's small, like even if it's something that you don't think you should have to apologize for guys, like that's huge. That's pride. That's huge. You have talked about that a lot. And I even see that in myself where I'm like, I have had moments even in the past week where I'm like, I, I think that I am so right in (laughs) enter scenario, blank scenario. If there's tension there, if there's a, aspect of brokenness or there's some weirdness i'm like no like i don't want that i'm gonna call that out and if it means me saying sorry and repenting even when i don't think that i should or that it's in my standing to do so i want to do it because you know again it's that spirit of compassion that i have for whoever that even if i'm upset with them it's like the Lord can still bring you to that place of compassion and, and seeing them for the child of God that they really are and have grace for them. We in our pride as humans tend to weigh our transgressions against the transgressions of somebody else. And then if theirs is bigger than ours in our head, then they should apologize first. Right. Yep. Which is it's like just wrong. It's just prideful. Yep. So my coffee's gone. Minus two. We meant to get to vocation and calling for the new year but i think that before we can get into vocation for the new year i think there are things that are more important than your vocation as as a person in 2022 before you can fully chase your goals for 2022 and focus on those things i think you need to wrap up maybe some Mm -hmm. of the things that happened in 2021 or 2020 yeah maybe it's family relationships i know a lot of people that don't talk to their family because of one thing that they did against them or because of politics or Whatever. Because of politics or because a lot of times it's money. Yep. Guys, money isn't worth it. Nope. Politics aren't worth it. Stupid, dumb. Those aren't eternal. Dummy. Souls are eternal, guys. Yep. I'm not saying you have to right away, but I really would encourage you to pray about those people. Yes. Sit with the Lord on it and just see. And I would, in addition to that of mending relationships, you know, when you're looking back on 2021, just do that. I'd encourage you just to do that. Like like I said, like that's that's a challenge for me right now. That's a struggle for me because I'm so green light on 2022. But I still do feel like I need to take a day or a couple hours and just sit and be quiet or go on a walk. Uh, that's something, side note, that I found that I love spending time with the Lord on walks. So find what that is for you, but reflect intentionally on 2021 and, you know, run after that spirit of gratitude um, in addition to 
looking at whatever relationships need to be reconciled in 2022. Look back at 2021 and ask the Lord and and sit with the Lord and um, allow him to even reveal things to you that you may have forgotten about that in the moment you really needed and you cried out to the Lord or maybe you didn't and he still came through because that's what he does and that's what he does best. But I encourage you as well, have a spirit of gratitude, run after that because it changes your heart posture. You know, Gratitude changes our minds when we're bitter, when we're angry, when we're upset. Like we've had conversations about that where it's like, man, like the second you step into gratitude about something that you were upset about, it just completely flips how you feel about the situation. Gratitude leads to repentance. Yes. You know, and I think that's why our conversation got there. Yes. That's, that's so good. I'm really glad that we just talked about this. I think that again, I just have like a feeling that there's even in our lives, but I know that there are people that like, if it would be awkward for you to look them in the eyes, if you like walked past them, maybe just text them and say, Hey man, I'm cheering for you. Or, Hey, I've been thinking about you and praying for you and actually pray about them, pray for them, pray for their benefit. I know that's interesting. Or pray for your enemies Mm -hmm. and it doesn't even need to be like your mortal enemy, like a cartoon, like (laughs) whatever, like the evil guy, like, Oh, I'm going to pray for (laughs) you. No, it's somebody who like, maybe they have offended you. Lord, help us to forgive others in the way they've trespassed against us, the way that you've forgiven my own transgressions, Mm -hmm. forgive them and then cheer for them and pray for them. And then let them know that you love them. And, you know, they know that there's probably ways that they've wronged you too, mm-hmm. but that's not your responsibility. Yeah. Your responsibility is to the Lord and then it's to live that out. Yep. So that's good. That's just maybe a, a couple of ways that you can start 2022 on the right foot. Not the way at all that I thought we were going to bring this conversation, nope. but I'm glad we got there. I am too. New, new place. We forgot to mention that at the beginning. Yes. New place, uh, local legend recording studio. Yeah. So thank you, Josh, for letting us use this space. And we'll actually probably be here. Go on our Instagram to see the place. You just posted a story yeah. and we can save it and make it a highlight. It's a sweet place. Josh is a recording engineer I work with a lot. Great um, guy. Yeah, great guy. Has an awesome space here. That's where I now do all my recording for artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. but we want to start recording more podcasts here yes. and get a workflow down that we can eventually repeat yes. with other people and help other people with their goals. But yeah, thank you so much, Josh. We're really grateful for this space and check out his Instagram and website. Yes. Linked in the show notes. Awesome studio. Everything's in the show notes. Well, now I got to put everything in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your job. <laughs> All right. Cheers guys. Cheers.